that um i think if you have a good i if you have a good understanding of technical drawing not that you have to have studied technical drawing but know what looks good on paper you know how how drawings look on paper line waves stuff like that it always helps to know how to put together a sheet because that's one thing that even till today i still do you know putting together sheets for the city and stuff like that um i think that that's three four i would say that like before years did you did you serve what did i serve yes i did actually i served in 2017 um i worked at an architecture firm actually during my service year and to be honest i I think architecture all around the world is kind of the same fundamental principles of things like the units change for instance like now that now that i work in the us um we work in inches and feet versus you know in nigeria we're working millimeters centimeters and meters so those things change but the fundamentals of understanding how to get drawings done quickly because that's one underrated part that people don't tell you in school like you can have the best design but if you can't put out your your drawings quickly then you're going to struggle uh-uh. so yes because everything is on a time frame is architecture is a very time conscious industry where from the beginning you're on a timeline so you know design has to be done in maybe three weeks you have to design the whole building in three weeks then you have to develop the design to a point where it's buildable that takes about maybe two to three weeks again because you understand that the client the client wants what they want in a certain period of time if they're planning to build their house in two years regardless of what you come up with as the design they're expecting that this thing can be done in two years so and people don't realize that when you're designing a house you're designing every single aspect that comes into that house down to the last nail bolt tile everything you have an idea of what's going on so when you think about that scale of work you know it's going to take time but people who are not architects or not architecture inclined don't realize that so they set a timeline and that's why it's very valuable for anybody who's an architect to be able to put out drawings quickly like they have to be graphically correct but speed is also very very important so um after service was it immediately after service you traveled um no i actually i worked i worked at a firm called um the architects collective for two years so that was 2017 and 2018 so i i applied and got admission to arizona state university in 2018 and i traveled to do my master's degree so yeah before i forget that's another thing if you're an architect in nigeria you cannot be you cannot be a registered architect without having a master's degree so why you have to because that's the law we don't make the rule so to be a registered architect and take your architecture exams in nigeria you have to have a master's degree in the u.s i don't 
I don't think you have to have a master's degree, but in general, it does help your prospects if you do, regardless. So, you know, that's one thing that's very important. Architecture is one of the few professions where you actually have to have a, you know, a graduate degree in the course to become registered in most countries. So that's something that another person that someone needs to consider as well. Are you willing to dedicate six years in school because a master's degree in architecture is not one year it's typically from two years to three so wow are you willing to dedicate six or seven years of your life to this profession i I think he's go on it's a lot though yeah six or seven years just to dedicate just to just to learn the profession takes about six or seven years so if you're willing to do that no problem hop on it but if you're trying to you know move very quickly say we are four years in school then start working and all that then maybe it's not for you oh, that's, that's interesting that's interesting so um when when you went i was i was the old master's program like i was experienced like um well i could do a comparison and a comparison and contrast um discussion i guess between between studying here and studying back home um i think the first real difference that i noticed was when you study abroad especially in you know architecture they teach you how to design a lot like the conceptual aspect of you know creating a building how do you make that experience because at the end of the day making a building is creating a physical experience for people it is you know create a room is an experience a house is an experience so they teach they focus on teaching you how to you know maximize that experience and create the best most conducive program for the users of that building whereas in nigeria we're more focused on keeping the building standing so you know, by by the end of uh, you know your four years in school in Nigeria or five years, you should understand, and most you know graduates would typically understand what works and what doesn't work in terms of building and keeping this thing standing. You know, the, like I remember in school, you'd have to know every single every single element that goes into the assembly of a roof. You know, king posts, spoilings rafters all those things you have to you almost have to have them in your head and be able to rattle them up like that in the u.s it's not really like that most people at the time you know by the time i graduated most of my classmates still didn't know the full assembly that goes into a foundation but they know how to make you know design a museum that has these amazing experiences so i guess that's the compa- that's the comparison really uh, nigeria is more practical I guess pragmatic in terms of their approach to architecture just as here where it's a bit more expansive but there's i guess there's good and bad sides to both approaches to teaching design so about, about all these um are they aspect like um is it possible for somebody to have like a like one area of um specialized specialized yeah yeah this is what I- I enjoy doing in all yeah definitely um there's oh, I I enjoy doing. yeah there's 
there's even whole firms there's whole companies that specialize in one type of thing like where i work now drill work okay. architecture um we specialize in high-end residential architecture so that's like you know high-end mansions houses that have all the automatic doors and windows where you can command everything in your house without touching a switch or you know central computers all those kinds of things so that's what we specialize in high-end residential architecture i've worked in other firms where they had you know basically different teams that specialized in one industry or the other for instance i've worked on the aviation team when i was at Kogan architecture so for the entire time i was there we only worked on airports and there were other teams that worked on hospitals some worked on schools so there's different you could say you want to specialize in something but personally i i like to jump around a lot because it helps you expand your i guess your knowledge base on certain topics when you design a hospital and you talk to doctors and patients and stuff you start to understand what is needed within that space which does not necessarily carry over to maybe an airport or a school or something like that and it helps you even just understand other people's professionals more so personally i like to jump around right now residential is cool maybe in a year or two or three i'll find a new challenge but yeah if you want to specialize i would say from if you really know that's what you want to do from the get-go just try to get internships where you know that's the kind of firm that's the kind of work that the firm does so yeah from the beginning you're already in that line and seeing how you like it because i also think there's value in knowing early whether you like something or not so you can pivot very quickly because you know if you've never done something you say oh i like this i like this i like this and you wait five years to do it you then if you don't like it you've lost five years in a way you know so true true so um what was the name of the school again when you did your masters uh i went to arizona state university and tempe arizona Ah. okay so i was um i'm very sure like you did have so many projects working um, yeah. schooling so i was like the old projects like and um can you tell me like about the project basically some of the projects you did yeah so i think my first studio like it's difficult to remember the name now because that was like two and a half years ago but essentially it was the concept was creating a library for the people but we explored the concept of what a library actually is. Is it a space for books or is it really a space for people to explore new knowledge? So that was the idea that we we're playing with. And uh, I think that was a group project, actually. I was working with uh, two of my classmates, two extremely talented people making waves. And essentially, our idea was what if this library is basically a place that doesn't have one particular function and the idea is that maybe it's a library today maybe in five years it's not a library if the community doesn't require doesn't need a library anymore or something of that sort so we created this open space that's basically 
one large big concrete canopy that allows movable walls underneath so you could basically strip out the entire building underneath the canopy and rearrange it how you need it to be because you know it allows for multiple flexible uses at the same time so that was a really fun project for me because you know i got creative freedom and there was not really weren't really worrying about constructability on that one it was more about what how can we push this concept you know to the next level so we even had rainwater catchments we had um we we had this whole idea of the building as a regenerative site so it's not taking away any resources from the community around it so it preserves water we use these um terraced gardens to clean the water because there's actually certain plants that you could use to remove um, toxic minerals from water and recycle that back into the building and well so that was the idea that we had where this building can do anything and nothing at the same time you know um then i think another interesting project that i worked on was probably my final project actually um ramsey canyon studio so essentially that was also another open-ended project which we basically had to do the urban planning for this um resort called ramsey canyon it's in the south of arizona it's a nature preserve so there's a lot of protective species there and this preserve it's managed by one of it's my i can't remember the specific name of this this um foundation but it's managed by one of the world health um protective foundations that protect wildlife uh, around the globe and essentially we were we're just to urban plan the site and create new programs to you know attract more people to the site and the idea i had was to create plan the site but more importantly create a situation where the economics of the site did not have to depend on people coming to the site so i on the side i designed the fashion line to create a small uh, separate stream of income for the sites so that they didn't have to actually have visitors in order to generate revenue to keep growing and preserving the nature there wow very interesting man you ah there's a lot of experience so i won't lie but how were you able to like plan yourself because i mean at the point didn't you really get overwhelmed um to be honest i think a lot of it is consistency i do get overwhelmed sometimes i'm not gonna lie sometimes it seems like there's too much to do and not enough time like even now it took us like i think it took us almost a month to schedule this, this yes podcast <laughs> but yes. i think what's more important than anything because personally i'm a spontaneous type of person i don't enjoy planning my days out i do it more often now out of necessity but like i don't enjoy doing it so i typically i typically try to be consistent in that i try to do every day at least i try to touch one thing that i need to do like for instance i'm currently even as i'm working on my phone i'm currently working on another clothing line with a few partners and we're hosting and planning events in the city and stuff like that so every day 
it's just getting to do one thing one thing one thing if you can do one thing then that aggregates over time imagine if you do one thing on a particular project for 365 days in the year even if you spend 30 minutes on it or one hour and you may not you obviously miss one or two days but if you just have it in your head that you i have to get this get just one tiny part done today even if it's to draw one line or to pick one fabric or to pick a venue or something you get what i'm trying to say yeah. be consistent and show that fit and eventually you see the results results compound exponentially so that's really what i do nowadays like I'm, a lot of time i'm tired but on the weekends if i can if i can hash out one hour on this four hours on that then maybe chill and play fifa for like three hours then no while we made small progress you know just keep yeah. moving forward even if it's just yeah yeah true true um so so immediately after um this project you did for your for your um masters you just went yeah. straight you got a job almost immediately actually i i had jobs even while i was working my master's degree wow so wow. um i think my first semester i wasn't allowed to work but my second semester that's when i was working at Corgan. it's an architecture firm they're pretty big from there are a few offices across the states so i got to work on the airport in phoenix phoenix sky harbor but we're designing a new terminal for because phoenix is the fastest growing city in the u.s so we have a lot of people coming here now so well, the city commissioned a new terminal for the airport and we're working on that so i worked there for about nine months wow then at the same time i was a teaching assistant in school so i was working with this great professor max underwood he's like a legend because he's worked with all the some of the greatest architects of the 20th century the US. max underwood m-a-x-u-n-d-e-r wood okay fantastic professor um so i worked with him for two semesters as a teaching assistant then i think my third semester at asu i worked at adaptive architects uh, a friend of mine in my class his dad runs the firm and so we just worked there that was pre-covid then during covid i actually didn't have a job so I moved to New York and because that's what you do when you don't have a job. Um, I moved to New York and lived for nine months and just, you know, saw what was happening there. It was an interesting life experience. Then after that, in, in April, I got my new job at uh, Works. So I moved back to Phoenix and I've been here for about five or six months now. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so, so maybe after this podcast, maybe you're just like going to compile like the places you walk because there's a lot. So, um, yeah. I'll just walk through that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll just, I'll just want to know like the places you walked. And I mean, I think, I think in all, really walking in different places expands one's um, experience. I think one thing I'm even going to say is that in, I guess in the 21st century that we live, that idea of working for one place for 25 years, like maybe it works for some people, but in my experience, I think we've moved past that as a society where 
you know yeah. people are working yeah. for 25 years in one single place and getting you know getting their promotion maybe once every five years or once every seven years that kind of thing um i think it's very helpful um, in fact i'm going to be clear i know it's very helpful especially for young people to yes. move around you know get one year here maybe two years in the next place but always have that in mind that even though you're passionate about the place you work you know passionate about the company be also passionate about yourself and your willingness to your 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 need for new experiences and for to look out for yourself as well because that's one thing that companies are always going to look out for their best interests you need to also look out for your best interests at the same time negotiate strongly when you go into interviews negotiate with them as if you are your own lawyer don't say oh you know like whatever they want to give me is fine don't say you don't want to seem greedy because they know that you want to work for them because you want to get paid so like don't pretend you know and i'm not saying go there and say oh it's just money 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 go there let them know what you can offer them and tell them what you expect in return that's really all that conversation is about i can offer you this but what is this in return so as, think, as if okay go um, on go just on. before i finish i think yeah i think somebody that uh that has that kind of negotiative mindset to you know has made it an art form is my friend uh tolini he was also in my set so like you might want to talk to him to if he's got so yeah you're, you're saying i'll reach out to you definitely yeah um on this act like i mean with all this experience and everything you know what has been like most challenging projects for you most challenging project um i think i don't think i have one single most challenging project every project is different but i think my most challenging time in my career so far is probably where i am right now because for the most part most places i've worked i i felt pretty comfortable in terms of my ability to produce work at the rate that they require but right now i'm probably in a place where it's it's challenging it's like okay every project is basically due in two seconds and you're working on you know right now i'm working on three different projects at the same time each one is a full house so like it takes a lot of mental dexterity i guess to keep up with everything you know you're talking to consultants electrical engineers mechanical engineers uh civil engineers they're keeping everybody on track you have to update the clients themselves that oh this is what's happening this is what's happening so my role right now is as an architect is actually more of a project management type of thing so that is a bit more expansive because you you know now you're more aware of the time it's not just design you're aware of how long it takes to get x y and z out you know every design change you have to update everybody else because it affects their own drawings and stuff like that so yeah that's definitely more but uh, i work on the challenge you know it's every new experience is it adds something to your value base so you can always offer you know you you have more to offer you know so i think it's good always welcome the challenges unless the challenges are you know like maybe they're hurting your your home life or your work or something like that but other than that if you think you can cope welcome the challenge 
That's good. That's good. Apart, I won't lie. Personally, I'm even inspired. To be honest, yeah. like, personally, um, I mean, you have so so much to say about a lot, and it's it's really inspiring. I won't lie. It's really inspiring, and all this, it's all it's all got into experience. Yeah, you know? I think just don't be afraid to do things certain things and this is not me saying that oh i'm not afraid or anything like there's obviously a lot of fear when i say i'm going to do something or not do something but don't let you know don't let your fear or your anxiety be the thing that stops you from doing certain things like sometimes just okay i feel like i want to do this so i think this is the right direction just go don't even think too much about it don't say oh let me research xyz just start like when i was 19 i started my graphic design side hustle and i didn't know what i was doing but we just started did a few album covers did some logos and now like i'm at a space you know that i can design you know i've designed for brands i've designed for i've designed for um what do you call these things for charities you know i've had work in places that i didn't think it would ever go so it's just take the plunge sometimes, jump in the deep end, sink or swim. Oh, this is, this is really nice. This is really nice. So you do graphic designing, so... Yeah, well, design, like I said, I learned architecture, and that was the base for everything. Once I started to understand the principles of design, like, first of all, I've always been able to draw. Like, people that remember me from school, that, that was my thing. I could draw. So I always thought, how could I take this you know to the next level so i told myself graphic design shout out to my friend Anyaka he's he basically put me onto all that stuff and i told myself little by little youtube video one book here one book there some intuition you know you go to art museums you look at stuff you look at on instagram my instagram is maybe 85 percent like design and aesthetics and stuff like that so you just passively absorb some of those things you see interesting things you try it out stuff like that so it's it's basically personally i believe that in life you should be all you want to be so yeah, yeah. that's what i'm trying to do <laughs> that's good it's interesting um so like any upcoming plans um any upcoming plans upcoming plans uh well there's stuff in the locker that i can't talk about until it's time to announce and in terms of work um your career. Yeah, clothing line dropping soon hopefully wow. before the end of the year first drop anyway um, um, no let's let's talk about that clothing line because <laughs> it's very okay. important uh well so like i said i had the idea i initially had the idea when i was doing my final project at asu then i thought you know like i liked the result of what came out of that design experience so i said how could i push this to the next thing so i have a few friends here that would do a few other creative things together and they liked the idea so we decided that okay we're gonna do it and now we're basically in design process i think we're expecting to order our first samples this month and see where that takes us so yeah we don't have an official dropping date yet but hopefully before the end of the year all that will be locked in so that one i can talk about 
some of the other stuff I can't really talk about right now because it's still up in the air. Um, so yeah, in terms of architecture and stuff, right now I'm kind of in a good place and I'm just trying to learn a little bit more. And who knows, maybe in a year or two, it might not even be architecture and designing anymore. We never wow. know. <laughs> Man, it's like, I'm personally inspired. You, you really, I, I wish with time, I wish with time, school, you're actually like working, we're working on, um, on creating this, this relationship between the alumni, um, alumni Prestonians and the current Prestonians in school. Prestonians, yeah. And, you know, because I see them and, you know, they look, they look, um, naive, you know, so, some people don't really know what they want to do, they are confused. Mm-hmm. Career, I think career. the truth of it is that that's actually fine. Like, it's fine to not know what you want to do because that gives you room to explore. Just be open to exploring things. Like, I, by SS3, I thought I knew what I wanted to do. Then, as I grew up a little more, I started to understand that, okay, there's parts of this that I don't like, there's parts of it that I like, and I'd like to push further, you know? So just yeah. be as long as you're open. And obviously, it's easy to say now that I'm, you know, I'm old and I've done one or two things but when you're 16 obviously it seems very daunting so i guess be open to like you know if you want to choose a course for jam you know a course for university i'd say if you don't know what you're doing now just find a way into something maybe tech related because that's the future and figure it out from there you know because if you understand tech now it gives you such a great knowledge base for how the world works around yeah. like inter- it makes you an international citizen instantly and you can then build from there i have people that study tech and they're artists now like and so on and so forth but it's a good way to bring yourself up to the level that the rest of the world is at i'm just like we're just trying to work out like a, a forum where uh, the alumni we just alumni personas you just talk to them even if it's just for 30 minutes talk and, uh, there's actually one coming up very soon um it's actually on Thursday I will, I will officially announce um tomorrow definitely so there's Thank one you. coming up um doing solar and Rocco actually we have limited time yeah Thank I wanted this is to get like five people but I know that with time something that it will become like a tradition it's going to be part of the school's official calendar yeah. i think it's a fantastic idea actually yes 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 because i just really want to create a school can that's still be in touch with its alumni yeah i think that connection is very important and i think we as alumni need to drive that conversation because yes. it's it's different when you you know you were a student and you're out versus people you, you know who were teachers or faculty like it's a different life yeah. experience you understand what the kids in school are like what they're going through or thinking about even though obviously mine was like 10 15 years ago now so it's different still but there's certain parts of it that you understand and you can help them through so i i think i, I appreciate the effort actually and we definitely need to grow that grow that point of communication a lot more. 
Yes, yes. I'm very sure that with time there'll be there'll, there's progress gradually. It's progress, but I'm very sure that with time it's been to um to become something that is normal like with time definitely. definitely. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, fella. I still feel that no I need to even have like another session with you <laughs> because no man, problem, like. We can set it up <laughs> whenever our schedules align. We can set it up and we'll talk more about stuff, we'll talk about life yeah. and things. Yeah. Things we've learned. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, thank you so so much. I'm so thank I'm you so for happy. having me, man. Thank you for having uh, me. No, it, you know, I in mind. I was like, I was just going through. I was just going through because I prefer um, reaching out to people. I, I mean, I prefer reaching out to the first or second set because I mean, you know, these are people that most most people. You know, they've gathered a lot of experience. So I was just yeah. I was like, reach out to I reach out? I reached out to a couple of people. Some did not reply. You know, I just said, ah, I know Fela now. Let me reach out to Fela. Yeah. Like, I was surprised. Like, I was surprised. Hmm. Um, like, the thing is, I'm always down to talk to people from school and, you know, talk to even the younger people that are still in school now because I wish more people had, you know, given me the OT when I was that age, you know, at 16, 17, yeah. 15, 16, 17. I wish more people had said, yeah. oh, yeah, study this because this will give you X, Y, Z and stuff like that. I don't know if it's I would like have listened to but, like, I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate the opportunity to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Thank you. Thanks, thank John. You so much. Yeah. Thank you so much, John. Bless up. Good luck with all the things going on. You're I'm man. You too. What do you think? After graduating from Preston, I I did what? Like you got into uni almost immediately, or just immediately? Like, um, yeah. After graduating from uni, I think I had about thirty days between secondary school and university. Cause okay. I remember CU opened early that year, so yeah, I got into school immediately, and it was pretty much just grind 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 from that point on so which which course did you study so um when i go into covenant university i studied architecture because it was because it was probably the only course that allowed me to you know design all day and still make decent money so that was really my main consideration at the time but yeah, study architecture, four-year courses here in some in some other schools is five years, and graduated in 2016. Oh, that's that's great. That's great. So um, you you pick, is it that that was like what you wanted to do right for time, or you just? It's it's kind of weird because, um, growing up, I knew I liked to make things. I liked to design things. Me and my brother were always doing that even from before before we had that secondary school it was always our thing we'd build things together so i always knew i wanted to design stuff i just didn't know 
what to study to design things and at the by the time i was in ss3 um the options available to me were to study fine arts or study architecture i didn't know anything about stuff like product design or user experience design or these other you know industrial design stuff like that i didn't know about those things at the time so i studied architecture because i knew that at some point whatever i learned like as the foundations of design would carry me throughout life and you know through designing other things because once you understand the principles of a thing then you can transfer those values to you know other facets of life that's good that's good so so was it like was it was it very architecture <laughs> oh my man oh my man yeah, I can see yeah. what what they are saying. <laughs> don't study architecture if you don't absolutely love it. If you're not obsessed with building <laughs> and putting things together, do not study architecture because it is there's so much. <laughs> and when I was in architecture school, and I've asked people from other schools, but like we're like literally the only people aside from maybe medicine that from the day school starts you're already under pressure so like it was a ton of long nights i remember there were so many days that i didn't sleep for days because i was drawing and drawing and drawing and inking and get you know cutting sections and all that stuff i remember there was a time in third year that i had to make like a huge design change to my building maybe like three weeks to submission and that night i basically just said i'm dropping out i'm done at nothing wow. Not is good to make me continue. I was legit like, you know what? If it's to start again in another course, no wala, I'll start again. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, I... Yes, like I was legit at that point. I remember one of my friends, one of my friends at Bamboo. He he was legit the one that like convinced me that because everybody else was trying. I went to sleep. I was like, I'm not doing it again. And he was the one that woke me up. He was like, "Guy, do you really want to write jump again?" And you know, start as ah. even if you say you're not writing jump, like transferring credits. Like, do you really want to start again from hundred level in Covenant University after you've done three years of wala? Like, so at that point, that was really what Jinja means to say. Okay, you know what? Mm. Let me just find a way to finish this thing. But at that point, I like all the love was gone it was really just about crying at that point so yeah if you if you don't like it because you know the way they tell medical students that you have to really like medicine yeah architecture is the same and even till today i don't think there's been a point in my career where it has changed like even when i'm working there days that i work 12 or 13 hours i've been in the office till 2 a.m before because we had to get something out like that's just the nature of the beast so you have to be ready to do those things and you can only do those things if you love to draw like right now i'm not as fascinated with architecture as i used to be but that whole process of drawing to get something out